Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 18 of the Searchcast, presented by Primo X Hockey, Shocked Hydrate, and In the Clutch Apparel. I'm your host, Zach Martin, and today I'm really excited. I don't have not but one, but two guests on the show. First time ever on the podcast, and they're repeat guests. My first guest today, I like to introduce Sam Weismer. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? <sighs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're unfortunately we're recording after game three, so I'm not really I'm optimistic that hopefully we might win game four, but who knows at this point with the, how the road canes are. So kind of feeling a little salty. Other than that, though, up to one, not terrible, but basically the game plan for Tuesday, just freaking win. I don't care how it's done, just do it. But I appreciate you coming on it, uh, you know, for the second time. It's uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think I think Rod needs to um, get those foreheads out of his vein, like the, the veins in his forehead, and just like <laughs> the the four get the four get the get the forehead out of his veins. Is is is, just, is that what we're doing? Start ripping them out and yelling at the boys because this is getting ridiculous. Are you saying this is kind of like the is this like a Flyers take as well? Like just we're just transferring over to the Hurricanes for how this game went. It's just like what are we doing here? Yeah, in a sense, that works. My other guest I have with me today is the is the person who holds the current record for the longest episode of the Surge Cast. I have the one and only Bailey Curtis with me back again today. Bailey, how are you doing? I think that can kind of speak for itself, <laughs> given what we just got done watching. So, yeah, very true. And also, too, uh, since the first time I had you on, you are now part of Belly Up. Yes, so, officially so, a hockey writer for Belly Up. Congratulations all around. Welcome <laughs> officially you. on the podcast. Congratulations. But yeah, yeah, that was um we'll talk about game three in a little bit, but yeah, that was absolutely brutal. <sighs> I think oh, like I said, I want to I want to talk about this game, but we have to go back first. We have to do it. But do. but hey, you know what? It is two wins. You know, Antaranta just standing on his head. Unfortunately, it was a lot of nervous. <laughs> and any other like adjective you can throw out for how people were feeling. I know I was like nauseous, nervous, antsy, like just combine all of it. But the Hurricanes did win two to one. So Bailey, I'll start with you. Like, what were your thoughts, you know, for the first two periods of game one? Because it was very different compared to the third period. It was very interesting. Um, I it's it's play that if you're a Carolina Hurricanes fan and have been for a while, you're not surprised by. 
um, because uh, this entire season, uh, regular season included, consistency has been one of our worst struggles. Um, and so it was definitely a nice wake up going into the third um because it like that switch from the first and second periods over to the third like those it looked like two completely different teams coming out of the ice now granted lines did change uh yeah. between period 2 and period 3 and it seemed to work well um but it, for a lack of better words those first two periods were garbage <laughs> yeah so. they were they were very pedestrian at best like 14 total in the first two periods and you get like already had seven in the first like what five minutes if that so it was definitely a big big difference i would have been a fly on the wall in the middle of that oh, intermission yeah. like rod absolutely just losing his mind because oh, yeah. you know he had to be all over them for the fact that it's like what are we doing here 14 shots like yeah consistency has kind of hurt the kings since about late february early march but up until february because that team was so consistent like they're just chugging along getting wins the occasional loss here and there but it was definitely a struggle for the last couple months of the regular season. And then oh, even yeah. against Boston, it was like, they were great at home. I think it was like, I think before the game started today, they were like plus 15 at home and like negative eight on the road. So whatever reason, like the playoff Hurricanes team, they are not good on the road. And I don't know what's going on with that. It's, it's absolutely crazy. But like, like, like Sam, what, like, what were your thoughts, you know, going before going into the third period with how the Kings were playing? I know we were all in that space together and I think I, I think I I made the statement of watching this is like rewatching a Flyers game. And the fact you had to watch (laughs) it, the fact you had to watch the 82 times this year. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like re, it was just like rewatching a Flyers game. And I think, I I think I said, I'm going to bed in the third. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I think I think you came back to you're like they are still effing playing and it was like overtime. <laughs> like, yeah, you come I back, said, you're just like, what? And I said, Oh, and then I heard Ian freaking cold made a goal, and I was like, Who? Well, honestly, it's a good thing you didn't go to bed when you said you were, because I mean with Aho scoring uh l- with less than three minutes on the clock. Yeah, 1737 into the third period, he gets that wrister and like the initial deke was fantastic. Unfortunately, he did get stuffed, but the fact that it was still loose enough for him to get the rebound and score, yeah. I think it was. I think it was the first rebound goal of the playoffs for the Hurricanes. What it a was, beauty to have! Too. It was great though, too. Yeah, you thought the roof was going to blow off that place because it. I've heard I've heard PNC get loud, but that was like you almost shot a rocket out of that place. That's how loud it got. I'm like, all right, yeah. someone check the foundation. It might have been cracked. We might have some issues. But no, no, that just that goes game, to show. That just goes to show how elegant uh, Ajo is and can get with the puck too, because there are not many players who can it, like. Because oftentimes when you're making that kind of play, you're shooting down the freaking ice and trying to get any kind of stick lift with the puck that you can get. But the fact that Ajo had the ability and gracefulness to kind of slow down and be able to catch that rebound was fantastic. Oh, for I sure, yeah. Yeah, it it definitely you love to see it. The crazy part though, that was I think that was only like his third goal of the playoffs, too. It's like mm-hmm. he has scored, but you're not at what you think of when you think of oh Sebastian Ajo, Andre Svechnikov, you know, Tim Osaravina, guys who were pretty much on the score sheet a lot this year. The fact that you're going into game 
eight of the playoffs and you only got like you just scored your third like yeah you don't score every game but at the same time like that's kind of like you kind of need your big boys to step up like the top six maybe outside of seth jarvis and trocheck may i would say maybe nino i think well i think nino is more of the third line now like it's been pretty quiet up there on the top six that's a bit of a concern yeah definitely yeah, I don't know. It is a concern. Like I said in the um, the space today, you have your regular season superstars, and then you have your playoff superstars. But who are the superstars in the playoffs right now? This series has been a series for unsung heroes. Oh, yeah. Brandon yeah, Brandon Smith scores. Ian Cole scores. Oh, yeah. And Antti Ranta is still staying hot, staying on his head. I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal this entire playoffs, and – I would say even Seth Jarvis, like Seth, like, like I even said it going into the Boston series. I said Seth Jarvis, Seth is going to be the underrated X factor of that series, and he was. And I'm still going to say the entire playoffs. Like the fact that he leads all rookies in the playoff points, because I think he's like pretty much the only one left at this point. I think it shows you how the Hurricanes just really get lucky on getting guys in the draft that no one even think would pop off. And that's Seth Jarvis. And he's 20 in his first playoffs and he's playing out of his mind right now. Like wait until he gets to like Ajo's age. Kids a stud. Dude's going to be scary. But yeah, like, even you said Bailey, like with the unsung heroes, like who would have thought in overtime, like three twelve in Ian freaking Cole, like I'm just gonna refer to him as that now, just in the fact of how he just shot that. On the, like, like we, like we were saying all game, like in the third period they started doing it, just put pucks on net and see what happens. Because it's cliche, but it works. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna just whip around and just shoot it. And the, he even came out and said, I think Billy, you said this too. Um, he's like, I was just, no one was open, so I just took a shot, and that's what he did. And right. and, and luckily it was just like. <laughs> it bounced off. I think it was like off a lingering stick and it went in the net. And like, you know what? A goal is a goal. It counts. But just Ian Cole is just like, you know, I'm just going to do a spin and see what happens. Right. And I mean, and it it, it's, <laughs> it, it's one of those things too. Um, my boyfriend mentions it a lot is, um, and it like, there was this one time we did a post game space after an abs game, just kind of talking with one of our buddies, Joel, um and kind of said that like that's the one thing that carolina is really 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 good at is those greasy goals like you're not always seeing those like highlight reel kale mccarr type goals going in um and that's not always what it takes to win a game like it it, yeah sure those highlight reels are nice but i kind of like to think of them as a cherry on top of a goal because a goal is a goal oh for sure yeah at the end of the day like they're both yeah. contributing to the score in some way, shape, or form. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like you said, with you know, Brandon Smith getting the assist on that, you know, Kakayama gets the assist as well in Colwell. It's like, as long as you're just putting pucks on it and see when it happens, like that's it, all you can do. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Either it might get blocked, okay, but I mean, if, as long as you get it there, anything can happen. And luckily, it just for whatever reason, the Hurricanes all year just know how to do it. But going from Boston to this series, it's been a drastic change in terms of a lot of goals to very little goals. Like, I don't think we're going to hit like maybe 25 this series against the Rangers. Shots on net. Shots on net have been a lot. I mean, you look at this game. I mean, 
Rangers had the 28 compared to Carolina's 26. But the Hurricanes, like, face-off percentage, 59.2. Like, the Hurricanes are just so good at face-offs. Like, I've yeah. – they've, they've been really good all year. And that's, that's the one thing, it, like, through all these three games that the Hurricanes have definitely dominated on. Oh, for sure. But that's one thing that the Rangers have a deficit in is – Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you because you look at the the guys we have. You have Sebastian Ajo. You have Trocheck. You've got Jordan Stahl. Like even Kakaniemi is doing pretty decent in the faceoff circle too. And they've thrown other guys in there too, like Martin Eiches and Seth Jarvis. It's like they have really good center depth on these Hurricanes team. That's why you see them always constantly winning faceoffs, constantly having higher offensive zone times because they just know how to win faceoffs and they help each other get better. It's not like it's one guy than everyone else. It, you're not one dude who can do it. Like it's pretty much everyone contributes. Right. You love to see that for a faceoff percentage, especially in the playoffs. Oh at yeah. At this point. Um, yeah, and go through the rest of the stats. Like you were talking like two penalties in the entire game. Like you like you see from the Boston series, like just penalties galore. Like every game you're talking 30 plus penalty minutes. You go into this first game foretold like okay this is a normal playoff game nothing's gonna get called this is exactly what playoffs should look like was that first game of the series yeah not the entire first round where it's like bruh we've gotten like where you're getting one game where it's 40 plus penalty minutes total like that should not be happening in the postseason even the the regular season you don't see 40 pims Mm -mm. in a game like what are we doing here it made no, it made absolutely no sense, and it's just so annoying. But even then, like blocks, like the Rangers at eighteen, the Carolinas thirteen. But even the takeaways, like the Hurricanes had twenty takeaways, like they were all over them too. And like the three stars of the game, like how can you not love this? Sebastian Ajo with the third star. I do say they should have flipped one and two. Yeah, because I remember Ian, talking Ian, about this. Ian Cole did get the first star, but I'm sorry, Anti Ranta stole that game. Oh like, yeah, he should have easily gotten the first star. I mean, you've blocked, you blo- you stopped twenty seven of twenty eight shots, and you basically kept them in that game. Like the Rangers easily could have been so, so much farther ahead. Like it's just it's mind blowing how Anti Rancho is like. Nope, I'm just gonna stop everything else past that, and that's basically what he did. Like if you look at the goal totals he's given up in the first three games, I think he's given up what three total in three games. Yeah. Like going into this game, his goal against the thing is that goals against was like what one point eight nine and had like a nine thirty something save percentage in the playoffs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what more can you have that guy to do? And right. Especially, especially right now, three games in, you're giving up three goals total. Right. That really says something. Like, it definitely is going to make it Rod's job really difficult. No, like, like what do you do after that? Because like mm-hmm. even going into the second game, like Brendan Smith scores in the second period at with 15-54 in, and that was a shorty. Like, yeah, I will say so after this game, and I just looked up the stats because I wanted to be sure I wasn't wrong. Auntie Ronta currently has a one point eight three goals against average. He's third in the league for or third in the postseason uh, behind Jordan Bennington and Otter. I mean, I mean, I mean Otter. Out. Yeah, well, Bennington's also Bennington's out now. gone. Yeah, so but, but Otter though, I mean, Otter. Otter was absolutely on his head. Otter blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just yeah. it's insane how good he was. But yeah, I mean, Antti Ranta is like 
and the thing is he's played more minutes than Jordan Bennington. Mm-hmm. And that also says something like it's so it's, it's, and I think even Walt posted it too. He's like the goals again. It was like, I think it was like save percentage. It was like Bennington, like nine forty four, and Ronta had like nine thirty four or something like that. But Ronta has like 118 more minutes than Bennington does. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it, it really tells you like, yeah, goal, like goals against average and save percentage are good to look at for goalies. It's one, it's another thing that you have to look at context. Like same thing, yeah. with, same thing with plus minus plus minus is so overrated. When talking mm-hmm. about defenders, you have to look at, for me, it's always time on ice. What is your time on ice? Say about your play. Right. And like, and like, what is your, like, not so much a points, but like, what are you doing contextually on the ice with your team past that plus minus? So that's the same thing with the goalies. Like, oh, his goals against average is fantastic. Context. How much, how much time has he been on the ice? Same thing with defenders. The more you play, the less you play. Yeah. Your stats might look a little bit better. But what, how, how long have you been on the ice for? Now, you know, I come from obviously AHL background. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it was announced like midway through the season that Alex Lyon was like third or second or, or first, what, whatever in the AHL where he's been all season, I made an announcement on my Facebook because a lot, a lot of people follow him from Lehigh. Right. I had someone comment, well, what's his GAA? And I said, I said what it was. Oh, well, he, that's still kind of sucky. I was like, how's that? He's first in the league. In the <laughs> league. Out of 31 teams, he is first in the league. <laughs> they said his goals against average was terrible, even though he was leading the entire league in like goals against. Here in Lehigh, so that just transferred over. <laughs> so they're saying his goals against was terrible, even though he was first in the entire league. They didn't. They don't like. Tell him. me, tell me, you don't watch hockey, while telling me you don't watch. <laughs> I hockey. was just about like, to say that. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like, what are you looking at? That's I'm saying. That's the same people look at the stat box. Like, it looks at the score box. Doesn't watch the game. Has no contact. Like, we've been saying it all year, especially when like people are like giving percentages of who's going to win the cup. Blah blah blah. It's like, oh, the Leafs are going to have a twelve percent chance. Carolina's got like eight. Tell me you don't watch Hurricanes games, because the Hurricanes have been a top three team all season and you're saying they have a less of a chance to a team who's never made it past the first round but the, the hurricanes usually hit about the second or third round every time they're in the playoffs yep make that make sense to me but it's <laughs> like it, it's 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 mind-blowing how you look at people who see stat boxers they see just stats and they're just like oh this guy's great this guy's terrible when you're not looking at context of how their time on ice is how their actual play is just actually watching the game. Yeah. Like stats can tell you only so much about a player. It's also watching. That's why you have scouts at games. Mm -hmm. Oh, well his stats are terrible. We look at them on the ice. You're like, Oh, okay. He's a really good defensive defenseman because yeah, he doesn't get a lot of points, but the other team doesn't get a lot of points against him. Right. So it's, it's like stats only take you so far. And I know a lot of people were like iffy about Anthony, you know, on Toronto coming because of his stats in Arizona. Stats don't tell you everything. Right. And the same thing with Alex. A lot of people were, you know, wary about Alex coming because of his stats coming from Philly. Philly did not give him a fair chance. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. No, they they really didn't. And you look at Antiranta, like he played on a, like a rotating basis with, with Mike Smith and a bunch of other guys in Arizona. He he played with the Blackhawks with Corey Crawford in that. He was playing in the Rangers with Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, like you really can't give him any. It's like oh, he hasn't done nothing in the playoffs. Look at the guys he had to play behind. Right, like this was legitimately his first playoffs where he actually got a shot to do anything. And look what he's doing right now. Like, he's going to his last year of his contract next year. I wouldn't be surprised going into the season after that someone's going to pay him because right. he's proving right now how he is. I mean, just like, look at Alex Nadelkovich. <laughs> look what happened there. So, oh, yeah. oh, Karen Leonard had all the receipts of everyone saying, oh, this is this is a brutal downgrade for the Hurricanes. You give him a Calder, not a Calder finalist for two guys who can't prove anything. And you're like, so yeah, how's that working out for Suckers. you? Because <laughs> look at the context. Freddie Anderson, who's he behind? The Maple Leafs. Right. Can't do anything when you got the Maple Leafs in Freddie with a really bad defense who chokes at white games. Antiranta, not his fault. He wasn't really on a lot of good teams. And when they were making the playoffs, he got stuck behind good goalie. Like he got stuck behind guys who should easily be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like you can't give him like you can't blame him for that. And he's showing showing why how good he actually is. Right. Like even Henrik Lundqvist has said it too. Antiranta is gonna be a problem because mm-hmm. I taught him. Yeah. So if you have a future Hall of Famer Henrik Lundqvist saying watch out for Antiranta, you might want to take that serious. Right. I'm just saying. I've said it before and I'll say it again. A goalie is only as good as the court in front of him. And that doesn't just go to show for uh negative score of the game like this also goes to show positively because look at where they both came from and look at how well they're doing now uh they are the jennings trophy winners <laughs> for 202 goals given up the entire league right like i, like I even tongue-in-cheek said oh it would have been great if it was less than 200 but i'll still take 202 because yeah. it just shows how great they are and somehow none of them made the vesna trophy finalists but Sure. Well, uh, that's just a poor stroke of luck on uh, Freddie Anderson's part, too, because I mean, he absolutely then, got snubbed. Yeah, even then, though, yeah, he got hurt, but, I mean, his Look goals against Saros. and his wins, like... Look yeah. at UC Saros. Like, he... I, I don't remember how early before uh, the regular season ended that he was out, but he did not touch the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, it like how, how, like, I mean, I understand Saros is good. I'm not saying, oh, he's yeah, not, he is, but just... the fact that Freddie Anderson was not on that top three list, 
Yeah, like Markstrom and I mean Markstrom, look at Markstrom right now. Yeah. (laughs) Just take that in. Well, you think about it too. Like you take Markstrom off the flames, they're still a good team. And you're also in a weak Pacific division. You take Soros off. Okay, yeah. Nashville, we saw what happened in that series. There's no Soros. Nashville is terrible. You take Freddie off Carolina. Yeah, you still have Anti Ronto who's really good, but you can definitely tell there's still a gap. Nothing against Anti Ronto, but you can tell that you're still talking about Freddie Anderson who had a ridiculous season in net. So it's just the fact that Freddie had no respect at all for a chance. Like, come on. These really? trophies this year have just been very interesting, too, because kind of going off the top of the Hurricanes for like a quick second, I promise. Oh, no, um, <laughs> for the Jack Adams and the fact that Jared Bednar was snubbed. Um, that was interesting. The fact that there were no barely any talks about Roddy being up for a repeat. Because I think everyone thinks that Roddy, because he's already because he won it last year, and everyone else how good Carolina is, it's not a shock that okay, he made that team at, better. It's like look at Jacob Slavin win, uh, potentially winning the Lady Bing two times in a row. Yeah, exactly. So it happens. And, and you and you both have heard me said this enough, and I've said this on a bunch of podcasts. I will keep saying this until I'm blue in the freaking face. <laughs> the Norris needs to go back to a defensive defenseman's trophy, like it was intentionally yes. made. If you want to make an offensive defenseman trophy, and Bailey and I and I know your dad said this, and I re- and I reference this name all the time. Give make it to Paul Coffey. Give it to the guys who get in points, like Kel McCarr, you know Roman Yossi, Victor Hedman, all these guys. You gotta stop giving these trophies away as points based trophies. It's not how it works. It's not what they were made for. They were made for guys who were good at their defense, at their position in the league. Same thing with the heart. The heart is not a points trophy. Stop giving it to McDavid. He, it's him and Dreisaitl on the Oilers. So you take those guys off those like those teams. The Oilers are still pretty decent in a bad division. Like right. you give it to Igor, you take Igor Shosturkin off the Rangers. They don't even sniff the playoffs. Kyle Hall, who I had for our preview for this series, he even said, "You take Igor off, that team is trash." Like I'm sorry, you you can't give keep giving it to guys who just blow the, everyone's blow the door off of getting points it's they're not points-based trophies that's not an mvp trophy mvp is do you make your team better right if you're not on that team your team stinks yeah and that's and that's what ego that's what kind of what igor is I, I hate to say it but he is if it's not for him the rangers don't sift the playoffs right like you look at all these other guys it's like it doesn't make any sense of why these trophies are points-based they're they they never were but somehow we made them that way and it's frustrating that yeah, Jared Donald finally won it. He could have won six Norrises by now. Jacob right. Slavin, Jacob Slavin could easily have won two by now, maybe three. Because what he gets like what two penalties a season? Right. Like what are we doing? If that. Here? If that. If that. Like what are we doing here? All I have to say about Connor McDavid and and Dreisaitl is that they are aliens, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they were made by the NHL to just for entertainment. They they, they they were just made in a lab somewhere. They're like, all right, how can we make the greatest play on earth? They're just making like this. It's like, I swear, Gary Bettman came up with the name McJesus. Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> and didn't Dreisaitl be from Germany? You know, there's some like just laboratory somewhere going like, all right, we need oh, yeah. we need to make a really good the player. By the way, I don't want to go completely off topic, but the Wolves score just came in for the game today, and the Wolves won 8-2, basically killing Milwaukee (laughs) second game in a row. Oh, yeah. It was was 8-2 complete submission by the Milwaukee (laughs) Sadmirals. The Sadmirals. 
is what Chicago, the Wolves are calling them. The Chicago Wolves uh, media team put down, before they put the score down, they made a tweet that said, uh, half of the ads are walking down the tunnel. <laughs> with like, with like the, the big eye emoji looking. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, because because I think a fan made a Sadmiral sign, and now they're just running with it. There's like the Milwaukee Sadmirals. It's just the, it's the wolves. The wolves are an absolute wagon this year. I'm sorry, like I don't see anyone slowing those guys down. And like, I, gotta, I gotta say, Lions holding it down in net. Oh, good for, for sure. him. Like okay, Noison gets a Hattie. Like the captain and just. I, keep, and just I just keep scoring. I, when you guys were just talking, I just made a tweet and I said, "This team and their goalie." I'm going to say it once, and I'm going to I'm not going to shut up about it. Studs, all of them, studs. <laughs> absolutely, they, they an absolute wagon for the wolves. Like I don't see anyone stopping those guys. Like it's going to take a miracle for someone to stop Chicago at this point because they are absolutely rolling. But going back to this, you know, going back to game two, I mean. Pretty much nothing until the second period. And who would have thought Brendan Smith with a shorty? And I have to say that pass by Sebastian Ajo. Oh, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. We love to see it. Like it was an absolute beauty. Like, like, I sh- like, and the crazy part was like the last time anyone had a shorty for a defenseman in the playoffs, Eastern Conference final 2006 against the Sabres, Mike Commodore was the one that did it. So Brendan Smith is the only second ever Hurricane slash Whalers defenseman to score a shorty in the playoffs. I gotta say it was against the Sabres. So I mean, I mean, <laughs> come on, you're talking about Dane. You're talking about the goat head black and red white jerseys, which are phenomenal. And it's Danny Briere as the captain. I mean, come on, come Danny on, v. Danny V. You got you gotta love you gotta love Daniel Briere. I mean, honestly, like I would. I would not mind having that go-head jersey, the original go-head jersey from 06, with Daniel Greer on the back because those things were so clean. I like how people are like, oh, those jerseys are ugly. I like Buffa Slug better. No. Hard pass. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Full stop. Pump the brakes. The bu- the Buffalo slug is absolutely terrible. I'm sorry. The, <laughs> the the Buffalo head is the absolute best, and those black, red, and silvers they need to go back to those colors. Yeah. We don't we don't need this random blue and yellow. That's not how it works. Right. I'm not I'm not here for it. I but. will say though, going back to that Brendan Smith goal, I definitely did not have that on my bingo card. I did not either. Yeah, Brandon Smith, not the guy I was thinking of. And speaking about Brandon Smith, real quick, uh, he, after today, three uh, three game point streak for Brandon yeah. Smith. Did not see that coming. No, at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, I guess that's one of the only good things to come out of today. But we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there, we'll get in, there a second, in a sec. But yeah, but and then Sebastian Ajo. Sorry, I was wrong. Sebastian Ajo actually has four goals because his empty netter in the third period. Yep. Was his fourth of the playoffs, so I was wrong. I'm sorry. It all the games blend together. 
stats blend together at some point, but it was his fourth of the actual playoffs. And luckily the three starts actually made sense this time. Sebastian right. Ajo with the third, Brandon Smith with the second, and of course, anti frickin' Ronta. Getting what start. he deserves. Well, I mean, when you stop 21 of 21 shots, and the fact that... I was going to say, it, isn't that only his, like, second ever shutout for postseason? I believe so, yes. Like, he's not got Is that what of, I heard today I, on the broadcast? I, I think so, yes. But for the fact that he stopped 21 of 21, like... It just Good shows you how, yeah, it just shows you how great anti Ronta has been in this playoffs. The fact we all thought, like, wow, this game is really going to end with a one nothing shorty. Like, okay. But then, of and course, it was two nothing. Like, something right. that was very expectant to me going into this series, too, is we got word uh, during game seven that uh, Freddie Anderson would be back if we make it forward. Um, about that. About and that. yeah, so it's going to be very interesting once we finally get word on him. What exactly is going to happen with the goalie situation? Um, do, we, do we stick with Piotr and just kind of let Freddie rest until next season? Because I, you know, he's egging to get back. But so, yeah, here's my opinion on that. If you want to put Freddie Anderson back in, obviously you're you're going to want to put one of your your, your star goalies back in. I would not short Piotr playing time. Send him back to Chicago. Absolutely. Make him the tandem with Alex. Get them the Calder Cup. Absolutely. Yeah. Any playing time right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's if Freddie comes back because Rod said don't ask him any more questions until you actually see him out of full practice. Like He's only skated like two days total right and he's been having he's been having great kind of sessions with the uh goalie coach but it's one of those things like we haven't seen him participate in a full uh morning skate with the team yeah i think he's missed 34 ish games 35 yeah he's he's going on well over a month now because it was like the second to last week of the regular season he got hurt april 16th yeah like he's been out for over a month now. At this oh, point, Freddy. yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, if you do bring Freddie back, if he does come back, definitely have to send Koshkov back to um, Chicago. But then I still would not take Antiranta out of that net. Like he and I said this after Game Two. I tweeted it out. It was from, it was an Alex O'Hari tweet. I said I love Freddie and what he's done. But that's that's Ranta's crease. Like he is absolutely yeah. stolen it, and he's locked that thing down. Like you're talking. Ranta's your A goalie right now. He is absolutely. the he is the one A right now. Like the fact that he's given up after today. Like what do we say? Four goals. Right. No, three goals. Three goals total in three mm-hmm. games. I'm sorry. And he's also won about like, what five playoff games for you already. I'm sorry, you you do not take you have to ride the hot goal. You can't take him out of that net right now. Yeah, like it, it's and it's one of those things too. Just to kind of back that up as well is poor Freddie was not having the best streak before he got injured. Like I know there were a lot of Hurricanes fans who were very very wishy washy on his performance before going I mean, out during call or against Colorado. I mean, even then, like, not, like every goalie can have a perfect game. I mean, we've seen 
every goalie in this league get absolutely lit up. It's not really surprising. Even the whole team, though, kind of struggled. It wasn't, it wasn't just Friday. The whole yeah, team and that, that, that's what I'm saying. That goes back to yeah. my whole you're only as good as the team in front of you kind exactly. of thing. Exactly, but- yeah. It's, I mean, Freddie's fine. I don't know if people like, oh, is Freddie going to choke in the playoffs? Well, well, I wish we kind of knew what, how he I was. I wish we knew. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, he's been solid all season. Like, he's played better than he's ever had. Like, I don't see a problem with Freddie. It's just unfortunate bad luck for him and Antiranta. Like, like everyone was writing the Hurricanes off. Oh, Boston in four, Boston in five or six. It's over. Carolina's done. Right. They're not going to do anything about Freddie. And then Antiranta just goes and wins, like, the series. Takes the first two against the Rangers. Like, like I said, he's averaging a goal against per game. Name another goalie right now is that hot. Right. And it, the one and thing. With a shutout, too. too. Right. Exactly. And so the one thing that kind of makes me nervous, too, for when Freddie does finally return is I feel like his window to return for this, uh, the second round has already passed. Because oh, yeah. you can't just throw a goalie that's been out on injury for over a month right smack dab into the middle of a series. Like, that's it's not going to go well. So I feel like if Freddie does come back, it's it, I, i'm it's glad he's traveling three. it's going to be round three and the best that's, opportunity in my opinion to throw him in is going to be that game one and th- and that's if he's even back like who knows if he's even back for round three depending on like how his progression is and even then at that point how is Anthony ronta still doing by that point like for right. me the only way you take ronta out of that net even if freddie's back for round three ronta is going to absolutely have to crap the bed for a couple games right in which yeah. Knock on wood, it never happens. Madam, my dog decided to bark because I knocked on wood just for good luck. <laughs> but for it's, but it's like Freddie would really have to have like he has to be in shambles. Yeah, in the first two games for them to be like, all right, we got to pull you. Like he's got to pull an Igor Shosturkin where he gives up like four softies in one game and then like three in the next. Like he's gonna have right. to lose, just lose it. For the take him out of the net, and I don't see that happening right now. So it's even then, you might see Freddie in round three. Like I said, knock on wood again, and if they make it to the Cup final, maybe then. Who knows? It all really depends on his recovery and how Ronta's doing. Like I don't, I would not take Ronta out of this net right now. You just can't. He's playing He's too doing good. More harm than good. Exactly. You don't you don't take a hot goalie out of the net. You don't do especially in the playoffs and how hockey players are very superstitious and you go on runs. You don't set a hot goalie. I don't care. And I was gonna say even after today's game, like today was not a hot goalie losing it. Um it like the goals that went in, I mean (sighs) they were just yeah, and I like we'll get into the specifics of them in a sec, but this honestly was not the worst we've ever seen from Ronta. In fact, it's not even remotely close. No, yeah, like you said, we'll talk about it in a second. But going but going to the back to the game two stats, I mean, fifty six point five percent on the faceoffs for the Hurricanes. I mean, yeah, seven. We had seven penalties that game compared to the two or the two total we saw from game one, but thirty one hits, twenty four blocks from the Hurricanes, six giveaways and eleven takeaways. Like. That was probably the best Hurricanes game from start to finish we saw out of them. Yet, granted, it was only two nothing, and one of them was an empty net, and one was a shorty. But I mean, stat like they basically outside of the penalty minutes, they led all the stats in that game. The fact like, that I that heard m- multiple people calling that game boring. 
was and i i don't get me wrong i get it to a sense and yeah, something but. i was kind of explaining i forget to who it was but if i had if that game two had been our game one i absolutely would have thought we were playing like garbage like yeah, yeah. it was very very evenly matched mm-hmm. but especially compared to um the first game it was absolutely a step up oh it definitely was you can definitely tell a difference between games one and two like it took 10 minutes just to get the first shot on goal in the first period of game one yeah they had shot attempts but post and everything else doesn't count. This this entire round two has been interesting for the posts. <laughs> Let's just say a that. lot of a lot of someone someone's put some magnets or some uh, hex jujus on these posts. <laughs> I don't know what's going like, on. Like it's not it's just like, the hurricane struggling with that, and I think it's, it's hilarious. It, and it, it's absolutely at the same everybody. Time. I do have to say this though before we you know, go into game three and all that too. Like just for the round two as a whole. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I am scared of what the Eastern Conference final might look like because after today, Tampa's up three nothing and Florida has no life. Deep breaths. Deep I am <laughs> like, like I said, when we don't say if we say when this series does end with the Rangers and the Hurricanes move on until however this things plays out. If it's Tampa, I am not looking forward to it. Like and that's, that's what it's looking like right now. And my dad and I kind of got into a little bit in the car after we were on our way back from the Rockies Mets game. Um, he really wants to see Tampa Bay because it's kind of like what we had in the Boston series where we exercised our demons and uh, <sighs> whatever. And I'm just like with as hot of a streak as Vasilevsky's on right Not now, Tampa. the way Not that they're Tampa. the way that their defense played today, and Joel said it best during the space today too, is Tampa is really, really good at playing at their team's level or at oh, playing yeah. at their opponent's level and yeah, playing when, at the level they need to. When you have a team that's on a hunt for a three-peat, like the more – my dad and I talked to my dad about this earlier today too. The more they get hot, the more of a problem they're going to be. Exactly. Because you do not want a potential three-peat champion getting hot right now because if Toronto did their job and took care of them in game six or game seven – That would have been insane. No problem. If Washington did their job against the Panthers, we all thought they were going to. Imagine like us looking at that half of the bracket, going, "You know what? I feel pretty good. It's either Toronto or Washington. Hopefully Toronto, but you know, at least it's not that bad." Right. Maybe the Battle of Florida. You're like, okay, this might be tough comparing who we play against. Now it's just straight up Toronto. Okay, we now we really got a problem because Toronto, or Tampa's on a hot, not Toronto. Tampa's on a hot streak. 
that is gonna be an issue, especially when it's Vassy in that. Yeah. No thanks. I, I said when Shannon and I recorded our podcast, you know, we discussed, um, you know, do we want it to be Rangers or Pittsburgh? I said I would rather it be Pittsburgh because same. Pittsburgh is terrible. They were like, I thought, like, I'm like, man, if Pittsburgh just ends them, it will be no issue to go through those guys. And the Rangers come back. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, that's the insane thing about the playoffs, though. Is can you imagine being in the Western Conference right now? And you're like, oh, okay, sure. There might be some easy teams to go against. You look at the like, East, you're like, oh boy, <laughs> oh like, boy. You're you're part of the Western Conference teams, and you're looking at the Eastern Conference like the West has been a walk in the freaking park so far. Like you're, it's, you're. There's no defense. There's no defense in any of these games. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is that you're you're sitting in the Western Conference and you're looking at the Eastern Conference like, all right, I'm we're eventually going to get matched up against one of these teams like. Uh-oh. Eight, eight, eight 100-point teams. First time ever you had all eight teams Yeah, got 100 points. And you look at the West, not even about half of them even got 100 points. Going You've got the a team in the West who had a negative uh, differential too, which was a little yeah. baffling to me. But Yeah. You had, to go to, you had to go to the last game of the season for seeding purposes for the East. Yeah. That was even worse. I don't know like, like to have a triple point team. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is why well, you're part well, of the Canes fandom right now. Yeah, Sam. That's why the that's why we said when you were on the first time, Hurricanes are your second team. Like, let's be honest. They have you to can be call right. them your mistress team. It's okay. It's okay. You know that you know our good friend JJ. You know Joel. He yeah. he's he's officially said the Hurricanes are a second team. So it's all right. He's, but he has two teams in playoffs right now. And they're also the different well, to conferences. Be, to be fair, so do I, because <laughs> the the Avalanche are my mistress team. But I, I'll 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 talk I'll talk about my second team. We we, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about that. I we love that you have a that. pillow covering to too for um uh, everybody listening in. He's got a pillow covering up his Blackhawks uh, banner. Uh, why did you have to say that? Like, <laughs> why? Zach, Zach, you know the the, the disappointment <laughs> that I feel right now. <laughs> Yeah, the bad thing for you is the fact that your two teams are in the same conference. Luckily, not the same division, so it's not. Yeah. At wait, no, aren't the Flyers in the Metro? I can't. I remember. I can't forget. Flyers I can't remember. Yeah. Oh so yeah, so that's even worse for you same, then. So your yeah. so your same division. Ooh, that's brutal. That's yeah. brutal. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. And when they play against each other, it's like. I remember when I listened to the podcast that you guys did that one time when the uh, it was what right before the um, Flyers Canes game, and yep. I could just hear the tenseness in your voice. That was that was a fun up. That was a fun episode talking because I still give her every time we talk. Not the last couple times, but every time we talked, I always gave her crap about rest of the line and his contract. Yep. <laughs> Brother, that's bad. That is brutal. But anywho, uh, so before we go into game three, um, want to take a quick second to talk about our amazing sponsors, you know, Primo X Hockey, In the Clutch, and Shock Hydrate. So we're going to go and do that real quick, and then uh, we come back, we'll do uh, talk a little bit more about game three and what we need to hope to see in game four on Tuesday. Hey everyone, we'll go back to the regular scheduled part of the podcast here after we talk about the sponsors of Primo X Hockey, 
shocked hydrate and in the clutch apparel. If you're looking for any cool hockey equipment, we're talking from stick protectors, pucks, skate laces, all that good stuff, make sure to check out the boys over at Primo X Hockey. They are really amazing. They have really great products over there. The good thing about them is they do free shipping across the United States, or if you want to, since they're based in the Raleigh area, you can go pick up their products at their warehouse. Really simple and easy to use. Just go over to PrimoXHockey.com. Make sure in the comments when you check out, make sure to tell them that Zach from the SearchCast sent you. They have really a lot of cool stuff over there. They also have hoodies, t-shirts, hats, a lot of great stuff, koozies and stickers. Really great group of guys. Like I said, I cannot talk enough about how great PrimoX Hockey is and the fact that they were also the OG day one sponsors. So please go make sure to check them out over there at PrimoXHockey.com for all of your hockey equipment needs. Second sponsor I like to talk about is Shocked Hydrate. If you're looking to take your gaming to the next level, get that energy, get that focus, make sure to go over to shockedhydrate.com and get the watermelon or the green apple flavors. I cannot highly recommend them enough. I really like their watermelon, but I kind of like their green apple a little bit more, but they have really, really amazing stuff over there. If you use the code SEARCHCAST, you will get 10% off your order. So make sure to go check out shockedhydrate.com. There's also, if you click the link tree in the description, click on the Shocked Hydrate link. You can head on over there and check that out. Like I said, use SearchCast at checkout for 10% off your order. Really, really great stuff. So take your gaming to the next level with Shocked Hydrate. Last sponsor I want to talk about today is In The Clutch Apparel. Really great group over there. They have 100% licensed products. We're talking baseball, football. MLS, all that great stuff. And the cool thing, too, is we also got merch over there from the SearchCast. So if you're looking for a really cool t-shirt or a hoodie to support the podcast, make sure to check out intheclutch.com. Make sure to go check out the hockey section, and you'll see the SearchCast. Great t-shirt, great hoodie. Make sure to check that out. They'll really help me and help and support the podcast. And if you use the code SURGE at checkout, you'll also get 10% off from there as well. So, Make sure to check out intheclutch.com. Go search for whatever apparel you want, really cool stuff. If you're also looking for something really cool for hockey apparel-wise, make sure to check out the search cast area of the hockey side. And use, like I said, use 10% off when you use the code SEARCH. The last sponsor we're going to talk about, it's not about for my specific show, but it is for Belly Up Sports. If you go to candidatescbd.com slash Belly up 20, or if you go use Belly up 20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order with Canadips CBD. I cannot highly recommend these guys enough either. They're really, really great stuff. I really enjoy it. I got the Humboldt Collection Maui Wowie, 100% American grown hemp supplement. You get 15 pouches per can, you get 10 milligrams per pouch. You're talking about 150 milligrams per can. And the good thing with that is, like I said, if you use Belly Up 20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. And also, like I said, go to CanadipsCBD.com slash BellyUp20 to go use that link. It's a really great product. I highly recommend it. I actually just ordered a can of Strawberry Crush and Mango. I'm really excited for those to come in, but I would definitely highly recommend those guys. So make sure, like I said, go to CanadipsCBD.com slash BellyUp20 for 20% off your order with them and that will help support not just the search cast but also all podcasts on the belly up side of things now back to your regular scheduled hurricanes content with 
the search cast. All right. Now we're back to talk about game three and kind of talk what we need to hopefully see for game four. Uh, thank you to the amazing sponsors, you know, shock hydrate, primax hockey and in the clutch apparel, really great. Awesome guys over there. And also make sure to check out Canada dips as well for Billy up sports. We got a lot of cool stuff going on with them as well. And also speaking of in the clutch, I officially have a t-shirt and hoodie within the clutch now. So if anyone's looking for some hurricanes gear, why don't you go check out, uh, check them out. And uh, if you use the code search for 10% off, I'd really appreciate that because it helps support the podcast. So, so today uh, we were, we basically started recording right after game three. It is fresh in our brains. Yeah. I kind of want, I kind of wanted more of a, raw emotion type episode instead of waiting till like monday to do this i'm like you know let's just do it after game three get it out of the way because I'm, I'm trying to get enough games like in between to have like something to talk about before the next game starts because it's very weird to schedule podcast episodes and the, when yes. the playoffs are every other day mm-hmm. so it's very well, at least from, from the regular teams, season except when you're the florida panthers and tampa bay lightning yeah when you go back to back and yeah it's it's because I mean, both of you've listened to the podcast the whole basically since I started. It's like it's so much easier when it's like, okay, you can talk about the week that was and then preview the next week, and that's basically about it. Because it's like there's not a lot going on in between them. But now it's like you got to stay on top of it for the playoffs because yeah. you can't do stuff and then wait, and it's like two games later. Right? It's like it's just it's a tough decision, but. I will just say I don't know if you want to start off with stats going in, yeah. and then we can kind of talk about play because i might you might you might as interesting well interesting thoughts yeah <laughs> yeah this, yeah let's just do the stats real quick before we talk about goals and what we thought of the game because i want to save for that there's a lot to break down stats. here <laughs> oh, there is yeah. a lot to break down a lot to break down <laughs> good, good thing i got my uh reds apple ale <laughs> i need some hey reds if you want to sponsor someone sponsor the podcast because you get good beer so why not <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> there we go yeah, so stats-wise, Hurricanes. Typical Hurricanes game, out shooting the other team and nothing happens. 44 shots on goal to the Rangers' 33. We got absolutely goalied, Bigor Shesterkin, and I think, Bailey, I think you said on the space, please don't let this be one of those games yeah. where it's, we just get brick-walled. No, Because guess, thing what, guess is- what happened? We got brick-walled. Shesterkin was a brick wall with a singular hole. Uh, so it's that that, yeah. that it hurts my soul. <laughs> it just hurts. Like my head hurts. I don't know the offense offensive time possessions, but you know it's gotta be astronomical for the hurricanes. Oh yeah. I like, can imagine how bad Shesterkin's back hurts from carrying this team right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You put think a little respect on its name, Vesna candidate Shesterkin. So no, it's, put, put no, put respect on his name. The Vesna winner, Igor Shesterkin. Yeah, point. it's I hate, it's it it's not even close. It. it hurts to say it, but it's like, is it wrong? He's though? a good goalie. As know, somebody who like, has uh, been in net for some sort of sports team, he yeah. is a fantastic keeper. He does and, everything right. It's just brutal He's that we right. have to face him. <laughs> we is. have to face it. Okay. Okay. When is the penguin version of Igor Shesterkin show up where he just absolutely just craps the bed for about three <laughs> games? Like, can we have that, yeah. please? 
Like, of course, Igor Shosturkin shows up when he plays the Hurricanes, when he plays the Penguins. Huh, psych, never mind. I'm not going to do nothing, and I got to have my offense carry me. Now it's like, hold up, I got this. And it's like, bruh, really? Yeah. Now you want to play goalie? <laughs> but, he, yeah. he was taking a nap the first seven games. He was warming uh, up. <laughs> uh, Pen- Pittsburgh, why couldn't you just do your job and win the freaking series? You're up 3-1. Do your job and end it. Yeah. Same thing with well, Toronto. Uh, but, yeah, Aish. that's yeah. Uh faceoff percentage 57.1% for the Hurricanes. Once again for the third game in a row, winning a faceoff percentage. Not a lot of penalties in this game, only five. Unfortunately, the Rangers did score a power play goal, and once again, the Hurricanes 0 for 3 on the power play, which is if anyone's been listening to the podcast and or watching games all season, basically since about March. Our power play is absolutely gosh awful ice cold like outside of like maybe one game where they got two power play goals against boston this power play unit um first and second you might as well throw a shield on the guys and call them a ghost because that's yeah. basically what it is it's to brutal. the point i wish we could decline our power plays <laughs> i wish we could I did, decline like, them like keep i don't care you can slash all you want five. as long as you're not injuring slash or do whatever all you want Actually, let us what? play five on five hockey. Actually, just let's play six on five with our goalie. Just keep our goalie in the net. Give us six on five. Let's just do it that way. Because can we defer like we do in football, where it's like you know, I don't want the penalty. Like, right. I, uh, I wish that was a thing too. All, uh, all I can say right now is welcome to the dark side of college. <laughs> I don't need to be here, Sam. Sam, Sam, we do not need. <laughs> we don't need this bad juju. We don't need this darkness no. that. Hello, darkness, my old friend. On this power play, I don't need her right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, the that's the one thing I was kind of saying too when the last few minutes of the period hit, because there were talks uh, after Rod called his timeout that uh, Ronta was going to be pulled, and I was hoping and praying because our power plays this game no production. Um, Honestly, at some points, the Rangers looked better than we did on our own power play. So why are you it, like it, it? It was one of those things like my reasoning is why are you going to take the goalie away from that and give us a six on five when we can't even capitalize on five before? Like, know. don't don't give us a disadvantage by adding that extra person and taking the goalie away when, you know, we can't produce with that extra man advantage. Um, and then I saw Ronta was taken out, and I was hey, like, "Excuse my French, but Rod, respectfully, what the fuck?" <laughs> like I respectfully, respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, here? it was just like, oh, like I, I, I didn't expect it. And right. All right. All right. Now I need to rate this episode explicit at the fifty-one. <laughs> my bad. Mark. My bad. No, you're fine. No, like. Like, I don't know how people can do the like try to do the bleeps in the podcast. I'm like, it's just leave it in at this mark, throw the explicit symbol, we're good to go. So don't yeah. worry. I, I got other ones that have the explicit symbol next to it. Surprisingly, Sam didn't, knowing Sam, but you know what? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it Might worked. as well just I, let it out now, Sam. <laughs> what the fuck? But no. No, but, I mean, I <clears throat> you know, there are certain times where it's just like you look at the head coach and it's like, what? decision are you making like <laughs> i just... i physically sat there at like the, the the last couple games that i was at for for my AHL team and 
we we went into a shootout and I was like, please, for the love of God, put some actual good shooters out. <laughs> I yelled. I yelled at Ian LaPerriere. I, <laughs> I screamed from my seat. I'm pretty sure he could have heard me. He probably turned around and was like, what the? He's probably like, yeah, that's Sam. I'm ignoring her. <laughs> she's he's a like, he's like, don't mind her. He's like, ah, oh. he's like, dang it, Sam. And One time, do not show up. <laughs> and literally, he put the three worst shooters out there. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't like, know. And it's just like, uh, you, you sit there as a fan and you, 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 like, question. why? Like, why? And I'm, yeah. I'm coming from both sides. You sit there as a fan and you question why the head coach is doing what he's doing. Yeah. But then, you you both are going into the media in the next season and you're you're both gonna see from the media standpoint, okay, now I understand why he's doing what he's doing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I see it from both sides when I'm a fan, why are you doing what you're doing? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Now, now it makes it sense. sense. <laughs> but yeah, going you know, in like 23 hits for the Rangers to the 17 hurricanes, 17 block shots, the Rangers 10. This is the next stat that's really infuriates me when I read this. You're going to see why I hate this stat. Giveaways, 11 for the Hurricanes. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guess how many giveaways the Rangers had in this game? Three hundred. <laughs> Five million. Thirty-five. Thirty-five takeaways. Nice. Hurricane seven, Rangers seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I, no words. When the other team gives away 35, 35 you score one goal. See, and that's the thing. And I, ah. I said this in the space earlier: is if you took away all the goals out of it like take the goals out of the equation you're looking at this game solely on stats there is a clear winner here oh absolutely sure. a clear winner but that is the I, one thing that the hurricanes I, consistently I, suck at is producing off of what i don't even in. i don't even want i don't like the thing because i know a lot of other podcasts do Corsi scores i don't because if i look at Corsi, i'm gonna get mad like i'm gonna get infuriated oh yeah like that and Plus, that's that's too much analytics. Like, I'm still a fan. Like, I'm not going to dump into all the analytics and stuff like that because I don't want to be here for three I'm hours. I'm not paid enough about... for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Plus, I'm not going to sit here for three hours talking about analytics because that's just not my. I like math, but not that much. But <laughs> um, math um, math was not my subject. It wasn't my subject. I had to I had to scoot out because of a thunderstorm that rolled through oh, the yeah. area. Um, so I didn't catch the third period. But 
Um, oh, Max Domi and Ryan Lindgren got into mm-hmm. a scrum. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe they thought that Max Domi shot after the whistle. I'm not, or after the horn. I'm not sure what really happened. All I know Lindgren is Lindgren. Yeah, slashed Lindgren slashed the stick and absolutely would not would let go. Not let go. Like they took the refs a good like five minutes just to break them apart because Lindgren was still holding on to him and just yeah. And they, even even like the head coach from the Rangers was yelling at Rod. He like, act like Max was talking too much, and I'm like, or he was probably yelling at uh, D'Angelo because D'Angelo was also running his mouth. D'Angelo but. was getting a little chirpy. This whole game was <sighs> a little bit chippy. <laughs> It seemed like every stoppage, there was always like some ranger wanted to fight a hurricane. I'm like, why? You guys are wanting stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? And talking about the three stars of the game, unfortunately, no hurricane. None. Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad. Do I even need to say who the third one is for the first star? I will say that first start is well-deserved as much as it pains me to say. 43 he, of 44. He played out of his mind. For. Yeah. So and honestly, like the two goals that went in and someone said that, oh, Andrew Ronto should have had that second one. He just stood there. He took away the entire bottom half, took the bottom corner and half of that left side of the net up. Like, We'll talk about the Chris Carter goal in a second. You can't blame Antti Ranta for any of these goals. It went off the post and into the net. There's he. There's was, nothing. He did almost one. every little thing right, positioning the, wise. Yeah, even the first goal. Like you look at where Mika put that on a one timer. The was that about, was just really pretty because it I was forget. so small. The spot was so small. Like mm-hmm. you, it was basically big enough. It was like you know, like a small, like a like a two by two box, and the mm-hmm. puck's like three inches. It barely got in there. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. For that first goal, um, I forget who it was. I don't know why my brain wants me to say Smith. It it was, uh, oh, so. No, so, like, I I don't, or I know Kevin Weeks was uh, doing, like, a A kind of drawing breakdown on it. And I forget which defenseman for us it was. But he drew an arrow to uh, like just indicating the passes and the movement mm-hmm. of the puck. And I don't know why my brain wants to say Brendan Smith, but somebody like the arrow or the direction the puck ended up going. Yeah. One of our defensemen or whoever it was totally left that zone expecting it to go somewhere completely different. Yep. And just open that wide freaking up for Savannah and Savannah Jad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just so, not yeah, it's it, just very poor defense on our part. Yeah, and of course, you know, Artemi Panarin had to get the assist on the Mika Zibanejad goal, and it is what of it course. is. Zibanejad scored. Like I said, that box was so small, like you really had to squeeze it in there. Unfortunately, he did. That Chris Cryer goal, like you even you just said it a little bit ago, Bailey. Like the half the net's gone. He's taking the whole bottom half away too. Like. Kreider basically had to hit both the crossbar and the right post to go in. Like you could not hit that any more closer to the 90. Like, like what do you expect Ronta to do? He's in the butterfly. You can't expect him to jump up or throw his glove up that fast. Right. Like, like that was an absolute snipe. Like, I'm sorry. It sucks. But those two goals are not anti Ronta's fault. No, not it. Like, not- like, what are you supposed to do with that? Like you could, you could play, put Patrick Waugh in that and he's not even saving that. Right. Dominic, maybe Dominic Koshik with his uh, crazy antic legs flying everywhere saves. Yeah, maybe at best, but maybe Piotr with throwing the stick. Maybe yeah. the stick might have helped in there. 
okay, there there was a save I do want to talk about from Anthony Ranta, talking about great saves. But what else are you supposed to do in that situation if you're Anthony Ranta with how yeah. Kreider scored? It was just on absolutely the, nasty. Like on the other side, those goals, right? And on the other side of it too. I mean. Um, I, I wish I had called it right, but I'm pretty sure it was Abby Labar who did Nino scoring that lone goal for us was a beautiful goal. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, And just goes to show the consistency of that line. Oh yeah. We, and you even said it too, in this game, we, we even said a couple times, like we need a Nino Nino writer goal Mm because we need to get the fuel. We need to get the fire. And we got the Nino Nino writer because he did (laughs) score the only goal. Jordan Stahl with an absolute great pass and Brendan Smith, like we said at the top, Three straight games with a point. It's yeah. his third. That's his third assist of the playoffs, too. But just like, talking about other chances for the Canes, too. Oh the one that gosh. really stuck out to me so was many. that uh, Svechnikov chance yeah. where he was taking on like two or three Rangers players. Yeah, um, just... had beautiful stick handling. Uh, the puck disappeared at the end of it. So yeah, I was almost sure it had gone in, and then I was like. Oh, Sebastian, Sebastian, Sebastian Alho tries to do a backhand wraparound on the net. Doesn't go mm-hmm. in. Seth Jarvis had a bunch of chances. A couple posts here and there. It's just, we have 44 shots on goal. We I'm very glad one. you guys are not giving me a chance to mess up the game. <laughs> we'll say hey, it for you. Hey, Sam, how do you say Andre Svechikov's name? No. <laughs> <laughs> you said it right, though, in the, in the game. I'm yeah. not doing it while recording. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair but i mean and then of course tyler tyler mock gets an empty netter i still can't believe can we talk about this for a sec because was it Kreider who had a wide open net in front of him shot it it, and it It was was an inch from the near post and then tyler mott from the completely other side of the ice backhands it and yeah. by some weird stroke of luck, that's how yeah. it goes in. Like he yeah. was, he was absolutely dumping that puck and got so lucky with yeah, where if you're, it landed. If you're Chris Cryer, like really, <laughs> really? Oh, I was cracking up. Like, I was outside, like, karma. Outside, the, outside this game being absolutely brutal for the fact that he hit near post and still missed it. It's, it's just hilarious. But at the same time. That still sucked. The Tyler Mott got the third one because my yeah. thing is like, like if you're Rod, like you know that your six guys ain't gonna do nothing. Just keep answering Ron to the Nego five on five. Like I know that's like a, an advantage every coach uses for six on five at the end of the game. There's some points where you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that because I don't see it. like it might work, but when you're the Hurricanes right now, that does not work no. at all. But that answer, okay. Quickly, that anti Ranta save though, where somebody he just catches it with the smallest part of what's left of his stick. Mm-hmm. I forget who it was against, but the fact that he saved it like that and didn't go in. Oh, I'm where like, it flew Sir. across the crease. Oh, yeah, like it was coming. It was like it was, it was like a loft. It was like coming in like a curveball, like a changeup, and he somehow puts his stick up at the right time and just barely taps it. And it just keeps like floating away. I'm like, how did he save that? Into how did that not go in? Because like, how in the world? It just it just shows you how good Antiranta is, and that's the thing. And that's the thing that hurts so much for Rance right now. Because if you look at where he is stats wise, I mean, how much work? How much work can this guy do? Like a one eight three 
like you said, Bailey, goals against average. Mm-hmm. I mean, a nine thirty nine save percentage behind you know, course, Ottinger, Bennington, and DeSmith. Well, of course. Well, this is this pretext. This is all before they actually add all the stats into, you know, after this game. But it's just like it's one of those games where it's like you can't blame the goalie. Yeah, it's just the offense didn't show up once again, and it's. The the road canes absolutely kill me. I think now I think now they're sitting at minus nine goal differential on the road for the playoffs, but they're like a plus fifteen at home. Yeah, like I and the thing is is, too the like they looked good. Yeah, this game they did not look anything like what the garbage that we saw in Boston. Yeah, even even in game one of even in game one of the series like. You go from 14 in the first two periods and you go lights, then you go absolutely nuts and get in the third period. Then you go to game three and you're putting 44 on net. You just can't be Igor Shesterkin. Yeah, it's good to see the offense is there, but it's just like you can't get any luck. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> it's like you don't want Igor Shesterkin getting confident in himself. And I I do not want to see another seven-game series where it's all home wins Yeah, because I, I cannot take another seven-game series. The like honestly, is, win two. You have to win Tuesday. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do not tie this series. If you no, get the Rangers back in this series, oh boy, this game I was a nervous. great example of the way we can play away. Yeah, because I mean, and um, this is going kind of in we like not to compare regular season to playoff se- right, hockey yeah. because they are two completely yeah. different beasts. Oh, for sure. Um, but we during the regular season played we had a few games where we played significantly better at msg than we did at oh, pnc sure. against oh, the rangers sure. yeah and it's just one of those things like i wish we, it like this game shows like it's possible like we we do play well there it's just yeah. nothing produced unfortunately yeah. besides good old nino unfortunately yes and i'll have really have to say this for game four because i know kind of previewing it i want just the game plan just win just freaking yeah. win it'll be interesting to see what rod does with lines put ethan baron or something <laughs> give us some ethan bear he hasn't played at all this playoff just put him in just put Derek step on in mm-hmm. like i like i have our an idea i have let's throw freddie anderson on in on <laughs> sam Calm down. <laughs> Calm <the brakes. laughs> well, I mean, hey, he had that one play when he was going off the ice uh, he did. for power play advantage, and he he had a pretty nice deke. He so did. I'm I, I, honestly yeah. like if if pa- Patrick his injury had good Patrick, ideas. Patrick yeah. Watt ask. So I will sense. say, I mean, it's not the worst idea, but it's I mean, if his injury idea. is keeping him from uh, making pad saves and being a goalie, maybe being on the ice actually <laughs> skating is what he needs. Pump the brakes. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically just freaking win. That's all. That's all I'm saying for game four. I don't, I'm not previewing anything else with that. Just. Do not make this two two going back to Carolina because yeah. I you do I, not, you I do don't not want the them stress. back in the series. No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Rod told them the same exact thing in the locker room. Just yeah. freaking win, but do not this play is, this game on Tuesday. Exactly, do not tie the series. Just don't do it. But 
this will wrap up episode 18 sam bailey thank you so much for coming on today this was a lot of fun awesome to have two guests for once this was definitely different instead of the usual one-on-one i have with my guests but thank you both so much for coming on so before i let you both go sam where can people find you on your socials for writing podcasting all that good stuff oh goodness gracious Okay, well, right, it's going to be um, about five minutes. Just hold on. Grab, <laughs> grab a drink real quick. On Twitter, you can find me at Samantha Wisner, and um, that's where I post all of my writing for Flyers Nitty Gritty. I cover the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. I also take um, pictures of the Flyers games whenever Jamie lets me go take pictures. Uh, sorry, he made a noise. Really weird. <laughs> Sam has Sam has a dog in the video. So for those who are wondering, that was a dog. His name is Aaron Judge, and he he burped. He's a I'm, very I'm, cute I'm, dog. I am judging the name though. Well, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he um, my podcast Pucking Flyers podcast. Um, during the off season, we record every two weeks, so we're on our recording every two weeks right now. You can find us at Pucking Flyers on Twitter. And then um, I also have a Carolina Chicago Wolves podcast called Superstorm. And you can find us on Twitter at Superstorm 2022. Okay, nice. Yeah, definitely have to check out Sam's stuff. Really, really yeah. good. Um, I unfortunately couldn't have Shannon on with me due to her work schedule. And I took my lunch break to do it. But I actually just interviewed Kane's prospect, Lucas Mer- Mercury. On oh, nice. Last nice. I was really super cool. nervous. He was super nervous. So it was kind of like <laughs> a nervous interview, but he was super chill, really nice kid. Um, and when he gets out of college, I think he's going to make a huge impact for the games. Oh, for sure. Don't, no doubt for sure. Billy, where can people find you and all of your work on the socials and for Belly Up? Um, so unfortunately it's not as vast as Samantha's, um, but <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're new, you're, you're new to the I'm game. I'm new, I'm so, getting there. Yeah, so getting maybe there. I'll have, uh, some more stuff to add as I kind of get into belly up as well. But, uh, oh, yeah. on Twitter where I'm most active, uh, it's going to be Bailey Curtis, uh, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Uh, spelled the correct way for any of you wondering too because um, <laughs> I know there's multiple spellings of Bailey um, I'm on Instagram not as active but still active at Bailey Lynn Curtis um, and I also help run the belly up hockey account on Twitter um, so go look up belly up hockey um, I collaborate with a few other people on there uh, so definitely go check that out to uh, keep track of all things hockey yeah for sure and hopefully get some of your writing out soon too. Like really looking oh, yeah. forward to that because I was doing the beat writing for the hurricanes, but I feel like the hurricanes are going to get hands once you uh, start knocking out the articles. So yeah, I'm looking definitely. forward to that for sure. Well, like I said, I'm still a little bit of a baby. <laughs> haven't put out my first, first article yet, um, yeah. but starting up soon. here in June yeah. um, and hopefully going to kind of get up to par for what I need to hopefully become the new beat writer for the canes for belly. Up. Uh, not worried. Not, I'm not worried. As, <laughs> I'm excited. as, the, as, as the belly up hockey head, not worried about it at all. But uh, you can Probably. find me on Twitter at OneTrueZach. That's O-N-E-TrueZach. Um, you can find the podcast at The Surge Cast. And like Bailey said, check out Belly Up Hockey, where we do a lot of stuff over there. Uh, really good stuff. We actually just did a live show yesterday for our playoff thing. So we got a couple more uh, shows in the works. Might do some dra- live draft reactions. Might do free agency season preview for next year for the 2022-2023 season. So we got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe on that as well. Like I said, uh, we have a link tree at the bio for the search cast. 
You can find the podcast everywhere on there. And you can find all of our great sponsors at, you know, Primal X Hockey, Shock Hydrate, In the Clutch, and also Canadips if you're looking for some good CBD. That's mainly to help out um, Belly Up Sports as a whole. But, you know, use Belly Up 20 for the code to get a 20% off discount with Canadips. Very, very highly recommend that for sure. But, like I said, Sam, Bailey, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun today having you both on the talk, Hurricanes Hockey. Unfortunately, after Game 3, but nonetheless, it's still the Hurricanes, and we like to have fun here on the Surge Cast. So I thank you so much for both of you coming on. This was a lot of fun. I absolutely love the both of you. It's such a pleasure always. <laughs> Sam, you. yeah, Sam, thank you as always. And luckily, I didn't give you too much crap about your Flyers, so I very different. I crap, it's fine. Oh, it would fair. be a Samantha Wismer podcast without some mention. So, <laughs> Exactly, for sure. But until next time, guys, for episode 19, I'm your host, Zach Martin, and I'll see you next time. to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.